Welcome to the EchoCast, episode 124, The Division 3, question mark. This is a podcast about The Division 2, its community, news, speculation, and updates on the game. I am Bond Diesel. I do Division stuff, such as this podcast, Twitch streams, and YouTube videos, mostly about The Division, but also other gaming topics. Please take a moment to subscribe and to rate the podcast on whatever platform you listen this episode, we will have a The Division 2 state of the game recap, some interesting news about some uh, massive hiring that may have something to do with Division 3, uh, Xbox Series X being hands-on, a PS5 teardown video, and more. First, I want to thank our Patreon supporters for this month, Hassan, Christian, Darren, Tim, PK, and Dale. If you would like to support this podcast and my other content, please check out patreon.com slash bond diesel. Okay. State of the game recap. Um, this is one I actually would suggest that you go, uh, and watch the VOD. Um, they, they just go into more depth than I'm willing to repeat. Um, but what we had was, um, Hamish, Johanna McKenzie talking about changes to the summit and TU 11.1 and a new manhunt target and apparel event. Uh, so the big changes coming to Summit um, seem to be uh, a reworked menu um, that includes the ability to change uh, difficulty and directives on the fly. Um, you'll also be able to choose your targeted loot, which is a big deal and is something I actually hope comes to the rest of the game. Um, there will also be a new project for the Summit um, they're adjusting Ridgeway's pride uh, to buff it, make it a little bit more powerful. And they took out the windows on the doors on floor 100 so people can't hide behind them and exploit the hunters. Uh, they also did note that the firewall conflict exploit uh, has been fixed. Um, they did point out, I believe they said October 22nd is when they think this patch will be out. Um, it could be later though. It just depends on how I assume, um, fixes go over the next few days before they have to submit it for, um, approval from Xbox and Sony. Um, my thoughts overall, um, it, it was good. They did also talk a bit about the new manhunt. Uh, it's Wraith. Um, you will... Uh, the, the big news with this one is the apparel event. Um, it is some of the better apparel I've seen. Um, there is one item that has a bit of a texture issue, which I assume they'll fix for 11.1. Uh, um, but yeah, there's multiple items that are really nice. Um, the actual outfits, I'm not a huge fan of. They're kind of stylized um, New York City faction outfits, but uh, they do look good. Um, but there's like a tactical shirt that looks honestly more like a hunter shirt than the hunter shirt they gave us. Uh, and then there's some like kind of cool tactical gray pants and, um, there's a whole balaclava now, like a whole face mask, um, that some people have been able to wear with like masks or helmets or something. 
Um, I wasn't able to figure that out, so I don't really know what's going on with that. Um, but it is cool, even if you just wear it on its own. Um, yeah, it's a good update. Um, Johan uh, always does a great job of kind of filling out the community stuff. Um, it seems like McKinsey and Bruce and Trick seem to be kind of the three-headed monster that are um, really working on this game right now. Uh, we haven't seen um, other massive people in a while that tend to make some of these decisions. Uh, I'll be touching on this uh, after the break when we talk about some Division Three speculation. Um, but I really, every time they have um, Bruce McKenzie um, or Trick on, I'm always happy because they do a really good job of being, in my opinion, pretty blunt about what's coming, what they're doing, what they're working on. Um, it seems like they uh, are kind of the puppet masters at this point with the game. And I think they're doing a good job, but obviously everyone has their own opinion. Um, yeah, so good save the game. 11.1 uh, looks good. It looks like the summit will become a lot more replayable for people. I am still pretty determined to beat the summit in its current form before they switch it. Um, I'm at, I think I've made it to 85. I haven't played it in about a week. I've been doing other stuff, but, um, I would like to beat it in its current form, um, because there will be something that's just a little bit less impressive about beating, you know, level 100 on hard. Uh, but if I, if that's the way I have to do it, I'm going to be totally honest with you. That's the way it's going to happen. So we'll figure it out. Um, okay. So with some gaming news, the two big topics are, um, there's Xbox series X's in people's hands and we got a PS five teardown video today. So on the Xbox front, we have, um, multiple outlets and individuals and creators with the Xbox series X. Um, it seems like the overall feeling is that, uh, the, the system feels premium and works um, extremely well from what they're expecting. Um, they have noted there's some NDAs in place. Um, there's a limited number of games they're having access to right now. And I don't believe there's any, you know, quote unquote, next gen games, um, that are uh, part of this testing yet. Um, one note, uh, is that there have been some rumors about, um, heating issues. Um, this seems like it came from basically one kind of random tweet and then kind of got picked up by a lot of, of the, um, uh, I don't know how to say this in a nice way. Some of the um, fanatics on Twitter. Um, if you've never delved into the console Twitter community, it's uh, like an epic shit show on uh, on all sides, especially Xbox and PlayStation, where there's like entire accounts, both large and small, that just do nothing but just shit on the other console. And just since like, it's just wild. Um, I have my bias and my preference for sure. But like, yeah. So this kind of stuff gets pushed a lot when um, I think there's kind of an air right now that Xbox is putting out a lot of information um, and, and, and giving out a lot of information. They've got consoles in, in people's hands and we're seeing videos. Um, I kind of have a feeling some of these people who run these accounts, some of the real, real crazy, some of the real hyper, um, you know, involved people. Um, are feeling kind of like a weird anxiety. Um, that's obviously going to change. I'm sure there's going to be PlayStation fives in people's hands soon. And there kind of was in Japan, but you know, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, from what I've seen, the vast majority of people who have the Xboxes right now are saying that it's fine. I mean, it's warm, but it's supposed to be, that means it's working. Uh, the, the air coming out of the top vent. Um, and even someone who's known for being a 
pretty big Sony faithful. Um, Greg Miller was just minutes ago on their daily podcast that kind of funny talking about how during idle, it's not, it's cold. It's not warm at all. Um, and while he's playing it, it doesn't seem overly warm compared to anything else. So yeah, I would kind of ignore a lot of that stuff going on. It seems like that's uh, getting drummed up for no reason, but um, it seems like the quick resume and the load times are, are the big story right now. So the quick resume, people are showing how quickly you can bounce from playing um, one game or another. And I think it's up to five or six of them. You can do it any given time. Um, the one limitation seems to be, um, I'm assuming games like The Division, Destiny, um, other online games where you need to be connected to a server, uh, you'll have to quick connect to um, the menu and then you'll still have to load in. But uh, Danny Pena, um, who's associated with uh, Paris Lily and, um, and, and, and that whole deal, they... Um, he posted a video of Division 2 loading up on an Xbox Series X uh, from the menu to the game, and it was like a few seconds. It's It was nuts. Even on my Xbox One X, it doesn't load up nearly that quickly. So uh, the quick resume uh, seems like it's going to be great, especially for single-player games. Um, the, and then the load times, like I was just kind of saying, um, the Division 2 load time we've seen, basically every single one. There's a few games where it's, uh, you know, say the load time is normally two minutes. There's a few games I've seen that it's still like a minute or a minute and a half, but I've seen some games that like on the Xbox one X it's, uh, you know, it's 60 seconds to, to load into the game. Um, and there's a few I've seen that are, it's only like 10 or 15 or even less seconds with the series X. So, um, that NVMe SSD is definitely, uh, doing, doing some work. Um, and it seems like that's the big highlight right now. Um, it sounds like there's going to be, um, some next gen gameplay coming soon. We did get a NBA 2k 21, uh, next gen, um, running on Xbox series X trailer, uh, a day or two ago. Um, you know, those trailers are kind of tough. It, I assume it was gameplay. Um, but you know, I'm an Ubisoft fan or, or at least I'm a division fan. And if we've learned anything about, uh, taking trailers too seriously, uh, then no one has. So, um, yeah, but yeah, Xboxes are in hands. Um, that's exciting. Uh, I do have mine pre-ordered and I cannot wait to get it. Uh, and then today we had a PlayStation five, uh, teardown video, uh, put out by Sony, um, Sony Japan. Uh, it was all, uh, in Japanese. Um, so people have already dubbed it and have been doing, um, some highlights of it. Um, the big highlights of it are showing how you install a new SSD um, or an, an additional SSD as well as how you move the stand because it can sit vertically or horizontally. Um, for the SSD, you, remo you remove one of the outside panels. There's a cover over the SSD slot uh, and then you kind of slide it in and screw it down. Um, for the stand, you unscrew it from the bottom of the vertical position. Uh, you store the screw inside of the stand. You kind of twist the stand and then it clips onto the side of the system to let you sit it horizontally. Um, this seems fine. You know, I still think for a console and the whole point of consoles, um, it's, it's a little over engineered. I think the stand is, it's like a bit much 
um but that's fine uh, it's cool it just seems like the amount of engineering that would go into that is only going to make these playstations lose even more money so it just seems like a bit of overkill but it's there um the ssd installation there's a big comparison going on right now between the xbox um, and how it's it's the proprietary chip made by seagate and how you literally just plug it in like any other memory card for most consoles um, compared to this SSD installation. It's just the thing is, is that there's no one's going to screw up the Xbox one, right? The average person, which is the idea of the console is that it's easy. Um, Whereas with the Sony one, people are going to screw this up. They're going to put the SSD in upside down. They're not going to buy the right one. I think that's going to happen all the time. Sony still hasn't put, put out a list of the approved SSDs. Um, and when they do, um, it, that doesn't mean people are going to do it, right? So people are going to try to skirt it. They're going to try to install ones that aren't approved and they're either not going to work or they're going to present bad performance or they're going to mess the system up depending on how it's, um, put together. So I think that obviously in the long term, I think the fact that you're going to, you're going to be able to use third party SSDs means that you know a year or two years from now they're going to be cheaper hopefully um right now the ssds that will probably be approved by sony are just as much if not more than the proprietary xbox one you could argue whether or not the speed difference makes that worth it or a better deal or not i think the average person doesn't care Um, they just see the same price or a worse price Um, and the fact that you have to install it yourself and it's kind of a, a hassle um I, I still think the, the Xbox system is a better one just for the simplicity. Um, my big question is as the prices go down on the third party SSDs that Sony is going to approve, I wonder if there's going to be a scaling ability to lower the price of the Xbox proprietary memory card as well. Um, because if it stays at 220 as the Sony one drops down to 200, 175, 150, then there is a bit of an optics problem there. Um, but because it's proprietary, there may not be any incentive or ability to lower the cost for that reason. So we'll have to see. That definitely may end up being a spot where Sony wins the day. But I still just kind of wonder, see, it gets real weird because is Sony going to approve SSDs for their system purely 100% on a system of that one is fast enough so we approve it or are they gonna be a business and make deals and 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 do and do you know cut deals and cut agreements and things like that where you know you know seagate gets a contract with them or i guess maybe they wouldn't because of xbox who knows um, or western digital or whatever um, where they're only going to approve them from a certain company, you know, um, I hope they don't do that because that's bad for consumers. Um, but when you're the top dog, you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, and when you're especially interested in making money, um, I think that there may be, uh, I'm curious to how that's going to work out. Maybe there'll be 15 different producers making these things and this won't be a concern, but I think it's at least worth considering. What's also worth considering is hanging out for this mid-roll. Okay, so moving on to some Division 2 topics. Uh, the, the the big dog in the room here um, is kind of ironic, actually, because um, 
well, well, we'll talk about that. So, so long story short, um, I know this because I have way too much time on my hands these days that, uh, there was a listing posted this week for a game designer, um, on the massive website, um, for Malmo. Uh, and I'll talk about why that's significant in a moment. Um, and the project listed is studio, uh, which is kind of generic, right? So, uh, this particular posting was specifically talking about AI behavior, but it specifically mentioned a RPG action adventure game that you'd be working on. Um, now there are, um, other listings on their website currently. Um, and I wouldn't confuse this with some listings for massive Stockholm. Um, those are listed under an unannounced project. Um, what to what to realize about that i'm not aware that stockholm has ever had anything to do with division um so what i'm imagining is they're continuing support for division two um they're working on avatar as we all know and there's a ton of listings for that game um i think they're working on division three currently and stockholm i assume must be working on a new ip or maybe bringing back an old one. If I had to guess, I would actually say, I think World and Conflict is returning in some capacity, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. So I made a tweet about this uh, listing um, and kind of said division three question mark. And um, this doesn't matter at all. I'm, you know, I'm probably having my leg pulled a bit and that's fine. Uh, but it did get some interesting responses from people um, on Twitter, um, especially likes sorry uh from current uh people in the know um such as julian and i even garnered a response from hamish um but again to be very clear this is no uh, confirmation of anything um they have teased me before so yeah well i will say when i check today uh there's uh some more updates um there's more spots being posted essentially in the same way as this game designer so now there's producer uh, rigging and animator spots um, a programmer and a uh, i believe an it engineer um, posted all for that same project as studio um, now in theory the studio listing is, is then basically saying that we want these positions for the studio and i will say that game designer one i think is the only one that specifically mentions an rpg action adventure i think the other ones are a little more generic so you know i won't look too much into that um what i will say is the timing of this is kind of funny because i believe the last podcast was the one where i was talking about how i basically didn't think that division three was happening at least not right now um because i only saw avatar listings um i'm positive my little podcast that doesn't influence this kind of stuff at all i wouldn't be surprised if no devs even listen to this podcast at least not at this point um but it was um but what i talked about last time is how around this time and division one's development is when division two started to really start to ramp up as i'm aware or told um, so it's not surprising at all that that's probably starting to happen with a supposed division three. Now they've probably been thinking up division three for a while, maybe even before division two released as they kind of said they did with division one and two. Um, and these open positions don't necessarily mean that they like haven't done anything. And now they're going to get these people and then start on the game. 
if if it goes the way I believe Division Two went, uh, there's still a, a a relatively large but smaller than development time um, team working on Division Two. Obviously, they're putting out, you know, they're they're doing vanity, they're doing all the stuff with the seasons and the manhunts. But there's also a pretty good chance all of that stuff is basically done, and maybe it's been done for a while. Um, and then the people who are still working on the game are the ones who kind of fix things up um, and so on and finish things. Um, and so there's likely a lot of people working on a third game um, exclusively now, and they are basically looking for help in these positions um, over the next year and a half or so. Um what I'm going to say is that honestly, at this point, I'm actually pretty happy with how, if this is a thing, if they are working on division three and division three is going to come in like 2022 or something like that. Um, I would already say that it seems like division two is still getting a lot of content and love and expansion, um, compared to how division one was treated. Um, it's really interesting when you see people talk about division one and two and, um, and how, not very many people really acknowledge that division one basically released and that content was available. Um, they released a couple modes and then after year one, we really didn't get anything but West side peers. Um, we got classified gear and gear sets and things like that, um, and events, but those things were all just kind of like fluff, like sprinkled on top. We didn't get new missions. We didn't get raids. We didn't get a lot of this other stuff that we've gotten with division two. Now I understand if someone's a big fan of survival and underground and stuff that, you know, the things that we've gotten even after year one of division two, maybe haven't been quite as satisfying, but I think simply from a, from a content point of view, um, we've already gotten, uh, I don't know. I would argue three, four times the amount of content than we ever got division one, but not as much replayable content in some people's opinions. So, what I'm curious about um, is, you know, my guess is that in March, when season four is wrapping up, whatever's happening with Fei Lao happens. Um, I think they're going to around the time of the two year anniversary of Division Two or the three year or the five year anniversary of the franchise in general. Um, I think there will be another stay of the game that pops up. We'll see Julian sitting there and whoever else. Uh, and they'll talk about a division three. So, um, I don't expect any actual acknowledgement or confirmation or anything of anything until then. Um, you know, these, these job postings, honestly, with division two, they were a little more sneaky about it because the division one had job listings on it up to division two two's release so they never took down listings and so as they were probably ramping up for division two we never even knew because those listings were just always there so this time it was kind of unique where i and other people just happened to notice oh there's no listings for division anymore and then all of a sudden hey here's a bunch of listings for things that seem like they're probably for the division um I don't expect any real hint um, there. I would say there's a good chance that whatever is in season four is probably going to lead us to believe there's a division three coming. Um, I have some theories about that, but honestly, until division um, until season four ends and most people have gotten to see it for themselves, 
um, what I've already read in the leaks. I don't really want to go into it. Um, so we'll have to wait uh, quite a while for that, a few months here. So um, what I really do hope is that there is a, there's a third year of, of some type of content. Um, I'm not expecting another Warlords of New York. Say in March of 2021, they announce Division 3, March of 2022. Um, I hope that Season 4 doesn't end everything. I I hope there's at least maybe a few more seasons, a few more manhunts. Um, maybe if they could throw in a few more missions, that'd be great. Because um, if you think about it, we actually haven't gotten new missions um, since Warlords of New York. Uh, so it's not like the first year of content where every few months we got, you know, the Pentagon missions and the Camp White Oak and all that stuff. Um, so I'm hoping that there would still be, uh, you know, something to fill in that final year, because um, as I've already said, I think Division 2 has done a really good job of continuing to give us content even into year two, um, much more so than Division 1 did. But there was a very noticeable uh, lull. Um, from the time they announced Division 2 until it released, um, and really the year before that. But other than the West Side Piers, we essentially just got those shield activities. And for the most part, those weren't really all that exciting. They were, um, if anything, they were kind of underwhelming, um, especially because there was a narrative piece to them where, um, honestly, it was pretty cool because they were going and talking about um, essentially talking about your agent and what you did in division one. And it was, it was other people kind of being like, man, that agent sure came and saved our butts, you know, but it really didn't give us any real insight to what was coming for division three and so, or for division two. So, you know, hopefully whatever they would do between, you know, uh, say a March announcement and a next March, uh, release would be a, a little bit more compelling. Um, but we'll have to wait and see, I think. Uh, some other topics, um, I threw up a Division 3, you know, because why not, uh, a poll about the weather and what people would like to see. Um, there's still a few days left in the voting. Um, I was actually surprised. Everyone seems like they really want the snow back. I actually am included. I would love to see Division 3 take place in uh, basically a year later than the first game. Because um, if you think about the timeline, the first game took place. Uh, so let's put it into our own... Uh, I'll just give a year because I can't remember if they've specified a year or not. So the first game takes place, uh, the, the flu gets released, the, the virus gets released in November of 2016. The first game, I believe, takes place in like January-ish of 2017. Um, the Division 2 takes place in, I want to say, like June or July of 2017. So in theory, you could see a game take place in the winter of 2017, uh, 2018. Um, what was interesting about this poll though, the results already is that people actually selected the multiple seasons thing. Um, and I think I've briefly talked about this before, but where that problem comes into play is I would actually be down for that. The problem is, is that story-wise, um, you have to really consider that um, the division one, you know, the, the story that we played through only took place over like a week or two. And then obviously we played it for three years or some of us did, but you know, we were trapped in, you know, we were locked in that time frame. You know, you, you redo those missions and you aren't doing them after you did them the first time you're going back in time and redoing them. Right. So really the, the whole of division one takes place in, 
you know, a couple of weeks, if, in, if, if even that, it may take place in less than that, a week or so. Uh, Division two is kind of the same way, you know, when we first get to DC, you know, we're there. And then by the time we take down the Capitol from the true sons, it's what, a week or two later, maybe. Um, then the black tusks come and we go through the world tiers and we take them out. That's maybe another week or two. Um, and then we go to Camp White Oak, we go to the zoo, we go to the Pentagon, we go to you know, New York City. That's maybe another week or two. So Division Two has probably basically taken place within, you know, the entirety of June and July and, and maybe into August um, as we finish up season four. Because, you know, we are still moving the timeline along with these manhunts post New York City. Um, which is what I like about Division Two is we're we're getting more than this like one or two week window that we got in division one, we're getting some type of expansion of the lore and the universe and so on and so forth. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's even amazing. Um, it's fine, I guess, you know, it's better than what we got before in my opinion. Um, and I know a lot of people who think the story from the first game is way better are going to cringe at that. That's fine. I, I think both of the stories are just okay. Um, the actual story. Now, all the side story and the lore and all of the, the sidelines and all of the tangled, unfinished strings, I think those are all great on both games. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I just... Uh, the issue, and th this whole rant is leading somewhere, the issue with um, having multiple seasons is that the game... And the story has to support that making sense. Um, because when you leave it with one season, you know, we've been playing summer of 2017 in Division 2 since 2018 when it released. Um, right? No, 2019. 2019. And we will until a, a potential next game. You know, it, it, it's a, it's a, we're trapped in a, in a time. So if you, and, and that's why the seasons don't change. So, with a division three that would have multiple seasons, they would actually need to set up the story in a way where it would make sense that like years are passing, um, that months and years are passing instead of just a few weeks or a couple months. Um, now that could be interesting. Maybe, uh, you know, division one was right after the disaster division two is you're seeing things kind of start to rebuild, but you know, there's, there's these, you know, entities that are trying to, you know, fight for supremacy for power, um, maybe a division three has like the world, like kind of getting it back together, but then you still have these forces kind of fighting for power. Um, and then you could make a game where like maybe the main story of a division three, um, is very, you know, orderly and, and goes through a certain thing and has a conclusion, but then the way the game concludes the single player or the, or the base story lends itself to, okay, now years are going to pass and you can slowly help build the world back up. And, you know, it's kind of hard to tell, especially without being able to talk about season four spoilers. Um, so in uh, next week or the next episode, I'll talk about the final result of this poll and kind of see, um, I really thought winter would win. Um, that was my selection. I, I want the whole next game to just be winter again, because seeing the graphical upgrades they were able to make with division two, and then you combine that with kind of like that, you know, that like nostalgic feeling of the snow and all of that. Um, if you can come and then even take that further, um, because hopefully a division three is going to be next gen only. Um, I, I really hope so. I really hope they don't try to go backwards. Um, and if it comes out in 2022, I don't think they will because there should be enough PS fives and Xbox series consoles out there 
to to be enough to sell to i hope because if they can push it even further i mean it would just be so cool i'd be very excited to see that um moving on uh, i just have some content updates um i did take this last weekend and even some of this week off from streaming um i was sicker than i've been in years over this past weekend um I honestly was kind of worried because a lot of my symptoms, um, you know, gave me some concern about the COVID, um, 19 virus. Um, I never spiked a fever though. And I didn't have like any breathing issues. So I mostly just kind of stayed away from the little one and the wife and I am feeling a lot better now, but I basically had zero energy, um, all weekend and just couldn't do it. So I'm sorry for not streaming. Um, but I will soon. Um, I am replaying some Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, which is my personal uh, game of the generation. I love that game, and I'm really enjoying playing it again, even though I'm dreading the ending again because it makes me sad. Um, For streaming, I'm not going to do that. Uh, For streaming, I've actually, on my own time, beaten Wraith already. Um, So what I've been doing on the side is playing through a new playthrough of the game so I can get all of the um, like blue and purple gear. Um, so I can get those, uh, uh, appearance mods unlocked and, um, I may actually just start playing that on stream because um, I'm honestly enjoying playing through the story again. It's a lot of fun to, to re-see some of those side missions and, um, and, and a lot of those things that happened, um, and watching the, the map kind of open up again. I haven't, I haven't played through the game again since it released. Um, and it's some good kind of, uh, side you know, I can still pay attention to chat, not be too distracted. So, um, streams, at least until the next target open up will probably be me replaying the game from scratch. Um, I'm going to say it again. I said it last time, uh, for my fellow Americans, uh, my little final note here, um, please vote in November. Uh, I don't feel any desire to tell you or preach to you about who to vote for. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, for better or worse, you know where I stand. Um, but that doesn't really matter. I just really want everyone to vote. Um, our, our voting participation of eligible voters in this country, um, is, is honestly silly. It's, um, considering how important it is and how much it does impact everything, um, and how much it, uh, you know, prevents like minority rule and things like that. Uh, so whatever, if you can still register and you haven't, please go and do it. Um, if you have registered, please vote early, vote by mail, go in and vote in person. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's your, it's your duty. Um, I consider it my duty. Um, and I hope you agree if you don't to each their own, but I think it is. And I really encourage you to, uh, to go do it as well. That said, I am Bond Diesel on Twitch, where you I try to stream a couple times a week. You can check out my Twitter at Bond Diesel or at the EchoCast. Um, if you want some EchoCast or Bond Diesel merch, check out designbyhumans.com/shop/bonddiesel or search for Bond Diesel on the Design by Humans website. That's all I have. So until next time. <laughs> Thank you.